Okay, Enjoy. we go. Uh, yeah, why are we saying the exact same thing? This bit freaks me out, Sarah. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Lorna. And this is Never Seen the Godfather. A podcast where we discuss films one of us, or sometimes both of us, have never seen. And this week we are watching and discuss it, discussing Hocus Pocus. <laughs> which, I, <laughs> which I, Lorna, haven't seen. Or have you seen, have seen. Sorry. And I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do you remember when we started the podcast and we were like, at least we're not going to get worse? Yeah. <laughs> How foolish we were. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, same. sorry. Sorry. We're still going. Yeah. We are talking about Hocus Pocus, which is a film from the 80s, I think. I want to say. 1993. 1993 oh damn so 90s film um about some witches who are sisters and also some kids so i'm gonna play for lorna what i thought it was about and um, i recorded this ages ago i don't even remember what i said okay ready? i think hocus pocus is about three witches which is as we know the only number of witches you can have in one space you can't have any more or any less um, and they're sisters which is nice they're a bit mad they laugh and scream a lot and hate children I think or love them but I think they hate them and Sarah Jessica Parker's in it which I didn't know until very recently and ever since I found out I've not been able to believe it I thought they only brought her in for the second one but no since I learned she's always been in it so good for her Um what do the three witches do like I think it's just about them and their vibe what they get up to I don't know now I'm like is it sex in the city but with witches but that's only because Sarah Jessica Parker's in it there's a small town I think and a song they sing a song I do know that yeah Sounds like a good, scary movie. That was sorry. That was so long. Why did I talk for ages about that? <laughs> well, you didn't talk. You just sort of thought about it for ages. You were like, "Hmm." I had a long this pause film. where I was like, <laughs> "It was very dramatic." I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, you okay. weren't far off either. I wasn't far off. So my friend IMDB says, a teenage boy named Max and his little sister moved to Salem, where he struggles to fit in before awakening a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. These IMDB ones are really concise. I don't like they didn't name the sister. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's Danny. It wouldn't have been that hard. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So yeah, I just um I I genuinely didn't know Sarah Jessica Parker was in it until like a few months ago. Um I was really surprised. <laughs> and I'm just going to throw in a fun fact before we even start. Yeah. Sex and the City fans will know this, but this is pre-Sex and the City. <gasps> yeah. I didn't know that because I'm not a Sex yeah. and the City fan. I'm a Hocus Pocus <laughs> fan, so I just presumed they coincided. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen Sex and the City. It's good. I've seen like the first two seasons. Some good lines. Um, How many seasons are there? Um, four or five. <laughs> We're out of our pressure. depth here. <laughs> the pressure. There's a number of seasons of Sex and the yeah. City. Yeah. 
there's a number of seasons, two movies, and now a spin-off. But there's loads of podcasts oh, about yeah. the spin-off. We don't need to. In her, I was about to say in her shoes. That's not right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. In her shoes. That <laughs> I kind of feel like that would have been a better title. <laughs> no, it's a bad reference. It wasn't a good reference. Oh, uh, what is it called, the spin-off? And just like that. Same thing. Yeah. They really, that could have been anything. Yeah, same uh, thing. I've seen Hocus Pocus a lot and I still forgot some really? of the plot because a lot more happens than I thought happened. Yeah. But I really like it as a Halloween film. It's one that I kind of watch. I mean, I try to watch it at least once a year, particularly in the last few years. I think I was old enough getting to it though. Like I, d- I didn't watch it as a child in my memory. I might have seen it once, but I was an adult when I started watching it. Yeah. I think I would have been really scared watching it as a child. And there's certain things in it that I'm like, I watched this with my friends, Ellen and Fiona, uh, who gave me a lot of insight into the film as we were watching it. But um, I every now and then I was like, this is a Disney film. What is going on? Really? Because I just found oh, it oh, so yeah. PG, but that's because I know it really well. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's scary. How nice. No, well, it won't take us long to get to it, but um, will we dive in? Yeah, let's go for it. So the first thing that I wrote down, did you see who directed this? Oh my God. So I saw who directed it, but didn't make the connection till after the film. And I was like, ah. Yeah, his name came up twice at the start. And it was Kenny Ortega, director mm-hmm. and mastermind behind High School Musical. Definitely the first two, I think, probably all three. I don't know. I don't know much about the third one. I was so excited. I'd say you were actually and I was like Sarah's going to be so excited when she realises this is the, the director of High School Musical I was like yay um, so buzzing the, it is great though the first thing I what was the first thing I noticed oh I just found the whole thing very funny I'd forgotten that they all had English accents in that first that was <laughs> so we're, we're, we start in the 17th century and I have unfortunate I've gotten an unfortunate fact that actually the dates on this don't coincide with the witch trials. It's actually set too late. Oh Um, no, because it's set in Salem. It is set in Salem and it is set in the 17th century, but it's actually post-witch trials. So the theory is that maybe they were just so bad that they had extra trials for these three (laughs) witches. I was like, all right. How did you get that wrong though? (laughs) <laughs> yeah but those witches like they were I feel like pre-movie it was what I said in that where they were just vibing well they were uh, they were trying to kill children that's what was going they on were, that's immediately what they do first when we introduce them my friends were like Ellen Fiona she, they did the spell on the so they lure a little girl over and then her brother like runs over to the house to try and save her and then they cast the spell on the little girl and all her hair goes grey and they steal her youth and then Ellen and Fiona were like the little girl's dead and I was like what? <laughs> she is? and she was dead and then the brother yeah. burst in and he'd fallen into some water um, and I thought he was very Jack Dawson coded when I saw him dry I was like no but it, I think it's just because he had long longish blonde hair and a white shirt and he was wet and it just reminded me of Jack Dawson in Titanic that's exactly who it is do you know what he looks yeah. really similar actually um, I couldn't place it but now that you've reminded me it was Titanic I was like yes that is who yeah. he looks like I could I just couldn't get over how he spoke I kind of just blanked that bit out 
it was upsetting. It was very funny though. It was like, oh, you witches or, or whatever. <laughs> this is even very good. Oh, he said and something then, really funny. Ye ye was used a lot. Ye yeah. old hags. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> it's like just in that case was you didn't strange. know. <laughs> and his name, we're his in name olden was, times. We're in olden times. His name was Thackeray. In case you weren't sure uh, if he was a Puritan, <laughs> his name was Thackeray. Thanks. Thackeray Banks. Yeah. What Crazy name. And yet she was Emily. Yeah. Which seems Emily so normal. And Thackeray. <laughs> they they had one favourite child. Oh God. But yeah, they had oh, yeah. so yeah, he tries to save his sister, he fails. But then he goes in and he's like, You're all ugly. And I hate you. I don't know what he says. I can't remember the, the actual lines. <laughs> Something to Is that this- effect. And they 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 hit him with like lightning strike spells, and he falls over really dramatically, a few times. It's great. Okay, it's high drama. Do you so remember they, this? Not really. No, I remember it because th- I know oh. that you see because I've seen it before. I know that that first part only lasts about ten minutes, and it just sets you up for the rest of the movie. So I'm yeah. not sure I paid an awful lot of attention because I was like, I know, Fair. I know the plot. I know that they want to steal a child to mm. make themselves young. Um, is it because I have one of his quotes is yield ye old hag there are not enough children in the world to make ye young and beautiful <laughs> the ye really takes the power out of that it does it's also really hard to say <laughs> instead of like ye old it's like, like ye old hag ye old ye old hags oh Yelp. god there's you've seen Back to the Future haven't you yeah, but I always mix them up. Like, which one yeah. is which? Oh, yeah. So in the second and the third one, they didn't have the foresight to put in the first one, I don't think. But um, there's a whole thing where um, Marty's big downfall is he if he can't stand being called a chicken. So if someone's like, oh, you're scared, you're just a chicken. He's like, he's like, what did you call me? And then it, it actually ends up putting him in really bad situations. Um, and it's a way to move the plot forward and then he and then spoilers by the end of the third one he grows and he avoids uh something catastrophic because he matures enough to um know that it's not that bad or i don't know he just like he doesn't get bothered by anymore (laughs) but it made me think of i was thinking of it where the witches were called hags and ugly they're called it here they're called again a bit later and um i mean not so much this time but the second time it's definitely like the cause of their downfall um because it sets them on a path of like revenge because they just can't stand wow. to be called ugly. So yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, we'll get to it towards the end, but it's, um, yeah, but it, it basically they would have succeeded if they just uh, relaxed. Um, that's a really good observation ugly. because I think Thanks. I spent my time being so entertained by them that I didn't analyze them like that at all. I was like, look at them laugh. Isn't that great? Look at the way they walk. I just love it. It just makes me so happy. Um, Even when they're being hung, I was like, this is delightful. I wrote down, they had great shoes on and someone had red fishnets because it shows their feet when they're hung and they die and they just really strong footwear. Really looked great. I knew they weren't going to stay dead. We had so much of the movie left. I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's actually, I think as well. Well, I didn't 
I didn't notice the plot as much, but I did notice their costumes are fantastic. And that's uh, the first thing we see is the three colours of the three different witches sort of, and then their personalities come through and the immediate banter between them. Yeah. Do you, do you have a favourite sister? Oh God, yeah, I do. It's Winnie. It's Winnie. Winnie's got the dark hair. Bette Midler. She's got the Bette Midler. Yeah, and the wonky man. Red hair. Red hair. Oh damn! I thought that Winnie, was Mary. No, Mary's the. Oh, Mary's the Winnie dumb one. is Winifred. Oh, I see. Anderson, and then Sarah. That's How did one. you feel about there being one called Sarah? I was pretty happy, especially because Sarah Jessica Parker. But they kept being like Sarah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> And then they were like, You're we hate you, Sarah. Movies. And I was like, oh. Because <laughs> like, I've never had a character. Well, I've never had like a TV character. No, I have. There's a, re- there's a show on BBC now with a girl. But I mean, I, I, from what I know of it, she escaped from a Magdalene laundry. So like, it's not really, <laughs> it's not really a character I'd want to follow. Like having a cool witch named after you. Because obviously she's named after you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Sarah's in media. That social media thing at the moment is just someone called Sarah it's just a really basic white girl that's like horrible really boring person eh <laughs> you're like it's not a lie whatever yeah but Lorna more Lorna's in media that's the official stats of our podcast it would be frightening if I did meet more Lorna's I'd be like oh but yeah the witches they steal youth then they don't want to steal Thackeray Binks's youth so they're like so then they're like it is quite witchy and quite mean they're like oh because you feel so guilty about not saving your sister we're just going to curse you with um immortality uh, as a cat question mark um so they turn him into a cat who can't die um so then when they're there hanging the witches the dad is like what have you done with my son and they're like, ooh, cat's got my tongue. Ooh. Um, should be fair, pretty, pretty funny. Um, and then the cat is like going up to the dad. And the dad goes, Away, beast. And I was like, Oh my god, that's your son. That was so mean. So I was watching this with Connor, and he said to me, he was like, a little bit later in the movie, but we can relate it to this early part. <laughs> he was like, well, Why didn't the cat just communicate with his dad and tell him what was going on? I was like, why yeah. would you poke plot holes in a movie I love so much? So they kill the witches. The witches then say they'll come back when um, <laughs> they were like, a virgin's going to bring us back to life or something. Which yeah. I, we, which my friend, like Alan Fiona, were like, it's weird they bring up like virginity in this movie so much. And I, was, I thought it was just that one line. So I was like, oh, whatever. But it does come up again. Um, Comes up a lot. Many times. Yeah. It's never so, explained as a concept either. They don't say this is what a virgin is. Oh, Puritans, no. <laughs> so like, but it, like as a child, they don't know what oh, a virgin yeah, is. Oh, yeah, as a child, I mean? yeah. They're like, <laughs> Sorry, we're not going to address it. <laughs> I mean, the audience, yeah, they the never child audience. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> Puritans, no. <laughs> so then we jump ahead to mm-hmm. present day, which is 1993. Um that's 30 years ago that's crazy um oh my god that is isn't that wild and um there's a teacher teaching her high school students about the witches and there is um 
I don't know the teacher said something and I was like oh teachers in the 90s could bully their students I forgot about this and then we meet Max <laughs> for the first time mm-hmm. who is in his Californian tie-dye I think he's in something Californian looking oh yeah very yeah. Californian and he says they talk about the witches and then he's like um they're all like ooh and then um He's like, oh, everyone knows Halloween was just a ploy made up by the candy companies to sell more candy. And I was like, this ignorant little kid. It is an Irish holiday. How dare you? I was furious. Oh, my God. So, Damn like, literally so was I. Because I was like, mm, no. Also, <laughs> it was actually. And the worst thing is because I'm from Meath, I always tell people it comes from Athboy, which is what I believe it does. It, the, the whole festival came from Athboy and the Hill Award. And then I looked it up and actually there's like several counties around the country that claim <laughs> that Halloween started in their county. Because I told someone recently and they were like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm sure. Like it started in Athboy in County Meath. <laughs> Oh my god! So I was very so annoyed funny, as well. It's so funny how those happen. There was like a legend that I was talking to my friend about, who's from Cork, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's from Cork, and it's from near this lake." And I was like, "Oh cool!" And then I looked it up because I couldn't remember some of the details. But it's like an Irish story. It's also a Welsh story. It's like a Scottish. There's like loads of different cultures that have the same story. And I was like, "Oh!" And my sister told me one of the only legends uh, that's Irish only is the salmon of knowledge everything else has some kind of like different iteration in different cultures and no one else has a salmon of knowledge now you know that's from the Boyne it was the Boyne yeah. River in uh, County Meath also where the yes. you see now that could be a lie too I'm pretty sure any county could claim it <laughs> couldn't they Dublin can't Dublin can't and it won't no it's too, too English far. influence too English I was going to say <laughs> it's too far inside the pale you know yeah Sorry, which is oh, I actually have to say the teacher was so I loved the teacher. I loved her. I think she was so funny. I really liked the teacher. She was mm-hmm. like picking on Max. We meet Max the first time and I didn't like him. And the teacher was picking on him and I was like, get him. Yeah, get him. And then he Oh, and we meet Allison as well, who's in the class, and mm-hmm. she's like, Ooh, I guess I believe in witches. And then um He's like, oh, maybe you believe in this. And like gives her his number. Oh, so he has some stupid line. And then I said, I hope she doesn't call him. And then they leave school and she's got a great red coat on. I was very excited. Did you see that? That's the red coat? when she gives him back his number. She, yeah. I was so happy. She, he stops to talk to her and she's like, oh, here you go. And she just hands him back the piece of paper with his number on it. <laughs> I know it was great. It was great. Yeah. Because I couldn't remember if it was going to be her number or his number. I loved, I don't remember her red coat, which is terrible because I have a red coat and I'll have to get out again because it's like, it looks great, Lorna. Thank you. No. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the leaves looked amazing. American autumn just looks like how I imagine autumn is going to look like here every year. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's not quite like that. That Massachusetts autumn. Um, I, did note the dialogue between Max and Allison. I was like, this oh? is really, this is terrible because it's really poor dialogue. Like they're just like, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> I was like, but isn't it great that they sound like real teenagers having a conversation rather than, you know, yeah. well scripted teenagers. Polished dialogue. Then we meet our two bullies. Max is yeah. home. We meet. What did um, you think of them? Okay. 
I was so, reading, I was like, I have to ask Sarah what she thinks of these. So I was like, so we were kind of chatting during it, and then I was like, oh, here's some bullies. I was like, who are these 30-year-old men picking on this child? Because they look pretty <laughs> old. And then your man Ice turns around and he's got ice shaved into the back of his head, which was so dumb. I was like, and I, and I know the point was that they were like, idiots but i was like oh so and then they stole his shoes and what i wrote down beside that is they're all losers here like it was just i was, yeah, I don't know why I, max was scared of them i don't yeah they were quite i don't know they were funny but i could have done without them <laughs> they were just well they looked so old i couldn't get past it especially ice he looked so old <laughs> i think they're kind yeah. of I kind of feel like they're caricatures of of bullies, like because they have. You're yeah. right; they do look really old, and I kind of like God, they're so stupid. But as the movie goes on, I kind of get more and more fond of them, and I'm like, Yeah, these guys are funny. And um, mm. and when well, this is way too far ahead, but I'm pretty sure they both make. I think they both make cameos in Hocus Pocus too, and I think it's fantastic. Oh, that is good. I wonder if I made that up. Anyway, if I have, anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Don't sue us. Okay. <laughs> um, so the oh, Max... did you notice oh, yeah. they asked for smokes? Oh, no, I didn't notice that. So they I didn't asked him for before. smokes. Max. The bullies are like, do you have any smokes? And he's like... And yeah, he's like, no. And I was like, this is so weird because this is, again, the 90s, early 90s, where it's yeah. okay to smoke. Yeah. Ish. Again, Sex in the City. Um, Carrie smokes in her apartment in like the first no. season or two. Yeah, she smokes like a fair bit, but like one one thing I noticed is she smokes when she's walking into her apartment, and then I think she quits smoking in later seasons because it stopped being chic. Fair play to her. That's my future. <laughs> we'll be chic in other ways. <laughs> so Max gets home. Um, it's very inside out. His parents are like, "How was school?" And he's like, "Terrible!" And like storms up to his room. And he I'm like so stands inside his room. Yeah, I'm so misunderstood. Oh, listen, we've all been there. It's cold being 15. And then um, he's like, the dad's like, oh, he's not wearing. No, the mom's like, he's not wearing his shoes. And then the dad goes, it's probably some weird protest. Oh, I should say now, I was obsessed with the dad. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I was obsessed. I don't know. He just he just kept coming out with these quips, and I was like, nice. I think because I hated Max as well. I was like, his dad's cool, and he's really nice to Danny later. He's like, oh, I think Johnny can say as much. He's like, oh, you're so scary. And I was like, yeah. So, yeah. And then we meet Danny, who's hiding in his wardrobe. Oh, yeah. One thing I was unclear on was Max mm-hmm. lies down on his bed and he hugs a pillow. And he goes, um, what did he say? He's like, oh, Alison. Oh, I love you, Alison. Or something to the pillow. Mm-hmm. You know, private moments. That's allowed, even though I hate him. And then um, Danny bursts out of his wardrobe and she's like, ha, ah, and then she's like, ooh, kiss me, I'm Alison, which I thought Alison was her name and I got concerned. Anyway, Tootie lives on. That's what I wrote in, Did in you Danny. Did get an E.T. sort of feeling from behind the wardrobe when Danny was hiding in the wardrobe? <gasps> I did. That's a good point. That's and also, yes, point. Tootie does live on in, in Danny. On. Weird like the slightly Halloween. more PG version as well. Because yeah. like, Tootie was just wild, but Danny's like less wild. And I forgot. Mm-hmm. I, I literally wrote the same thing I wrote for Tootie. I was like, yeah, Danny steals the show. 
Danny's a little more practical. Danny will save everyone. Tutti would like to kill everyone. As we see, they're kind of polar opposites when you put it like that. Tutti would enjoy the chaos and probably become a witch. She would become queen witch. She would. She would love it. Oh Whereas man, Danny she'd be is like, like very good. She'd be like, "You can kill me, or I can like help you kill everyone else." And they'd be like, <laughs> "Okay." She'd take sure. over. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Then. Oh, one thing I noted about these siblings. So, oh yeah. So you have an older brother. I do. Is eight years older? He is. I won't tell you how old he is. He would not like me for that. I have a brother who's (laughs) six years older. And I think the age gap between Danny and Max is seven years. Ooh. These siblings' faces are too close to each other all of the time. (laughs) Why are their faces so close? (laughs) I've honestly, I honestly didn't know us. Did you, you not? Get on. <laughs> we do, but we don't put our faces beside each other. <laughs> I don't know. I'm it trying to think. Weird. Weird. When I was a lot younger than my brother, he was kind of away a little bit. So I was very yeah. like I would I would always hug him and things, and I really thought the world of him. I mean, I do still, but it was because I didn't really see him that much. Whereas if you probably saw yeah. your brother. We, I also had like other siblings as well, like closer in age to me. You see, I want to look at now. I'm like Danny and Max. I'm like, God, crap, were their faces really close together? Because I was like, I actually was like, what a lovely relationship they both have. It is like, nice. nice. Well, he, it's, her best. It, it was just different to how my sibling relationships are. And then our my friend, present tense. Our, <laughs> present tense. My friend Alan was also like, yeah, me and my sister would never get. Our faces would never be that close to each other. I have to find out when their faces were this close to each There's other. Like, like how... When she's asking him to come trick-or-treating, she's like holding on and she they're like right like beside each other. And I was like, that's yeah, too no, close. That's... I think maybe, do you think, or do you think maybe that it's because they're American? Because <laughs> I think <laughs> Irish people are like, you want to talk yeah. to me? I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> Back to the American face kissing question. Well, this <laughs> is a big, it's again and again. <laughs> It's it. I struggle with this question because I need the answer, and I it's yeah. not conclusive. They're yeah. much more into kissing each other and possibly <laughs> holding their faces beside each other. Putting <laughs> their faces really close to fit into one shot. Um, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know why it was bothering me so much, but I do think sometimes these things can get like sibling relationships so wrong. Hey, bro. Hey, sis. Drives me insane. Um. So I think this one was a pretty good kind of portrayal of it. You know, when people like, um, it's like someone comes in, so say we were sisters and it's the first time like uh, I'm introduced and I walk in and I go, oh, hey, big sis. How's it being two years older than me? You know, like Lauren is, <laughs> is not two years older than me. I do want to say that we're the same age. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Worries there. I'd aged two years. Uh, yeah, no, they do. They I think yeah. sibling relationships on in film can be hard to, to get that balance right where they either like they just get on regularly or they have to be over affectionate or hate each other. Yeah. I mean, I guess I think Danny is very much thinks her brother's great and Max is just I want to say typical teenager without sounding, you know, 
annoying. Yes. But like Danny even says that she's like, couldn't you forget about being a cool teenager for one night? And I'm like, yeah, Max. Yeah, Stop Max. It. Yeah, Danny's well able for him. So they go. She convinces him to take her trick or treating because the parents are going to a party. And Danny dresses as a witch, and Max dresses. <laughs> he's like, I'm a rap singer. And he's just in like a cap and sunglasses and then just his normal clothes. Well, he's taken off the tie dye, I think. Yeah, he has. That's when his dad is like, you need to wear your hat backwards if you're a rap singer. See, love him. (laughs) (laughs) He gets it. In a lot of the movies we watch, there's like a character who doesn't have a whole lot to say, but everything they say is very funny. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. like the, the dad. These characters have grown on me as well. I kind of look out yeah. for them. Like, where's the funny relative or the, yeah, you know. just the one person happy to be there. The one person, just, exactly. No yeah. plot. Don't really have any, like, what do they call it? Conflict. Yeah. Nothing really yeah. going on. Just there for good lines. Nothing going on. Just there to throw out some great lines. So that's the dad. Loved it. So they go off trick-or-treating. They meet the bullies. And the bullies try and steal Danny's sweets. And she says no. And then she says something like, oh, my brother's here and he's going to beat you up or something. And then Max is like, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. And then I think he gives them something to get them to go away. But when, when, I call her Tootie, when Danny was, um, given out to the bullies I was like is this guy gonna hit is a 30 year old man gonna hit the child is that what's gonna happen I was confused about what the threat was for Danny I think that's because you watched the the Halloween scene in Meet Me in St. Louis which is actually just so terrifying (laughs) and anything could really have happened (laughs) because all I thought when I was watching this Halloween scene was I was like god it's so wholesome and it's so family orientated and it's so not scary in the way that that one was. <laughs> yeah, that it, me and St. Louis didn't mean to be scary or mean, meant terrible. to be scary for that section. So it was really scary. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I don't know if there was a threat for Danny there, really. It's just that yeah, Max there was a, is afraid there is. There was a threat for Max when he came in, although I don't know what their threat is because all they've done is threat, threaten. I don't know if these guys have ever thrown a punch. I'm actually not much talk in terms of that. Neither have I. But uh, (laughs) neither. But I'm not a threatening eight-year-olds. No, and I mean it's kind of typical bully. Like, why are you threatening an eight-year-old? What do you know? Yeah, pick up someone your own size, and that's the problem. It's Max. Um, Yeah, they're not really like. I when I think about them more, they're not really important to the story at all. The bullies, (laughs) like, they're just kind of there. Yeah, I noticed this as well. Like yeah. their plot point here, nothing happens to Danny or Max except Danny's upset. And Danny mm. could have been actually she's upset after. Oh, she's upset, but I feel like the conversation they have is probably significant. I don't remember what it is, but they she gets upset and then he sits down and Max is a bit more like, Okay, you know what, well, I'll have a nice time. And then he I think he probably says something like, I'm your big brother, I'm gonna protect you or look after you or something. Um Is this when she's crying? Yeah. And then they end up at the big house. Uh, so they have a big hug to make again their faces are like right beside each other. Then they have a big hug and then they um, oh. go to the big house. I want to show you a picture of when she's crying outside the house where she gets upset, right? Because Mm -hmm. she's lying in front of a pumpkin 
And of all the pumpkins we've seen, this one is the most well-carved one I saw in the whole film. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like, oh my god, this yeah. obviously they knew there was gonna be a close-up on this exact pumpkin, and it's like a it's like a skull kind of to the side. It's very cool. That'll be on our Instagram. I've never seen the Godfather go follow us, please. We post <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> When we have time. Um, when we have time. Um, so they, but they have that conversation after she cries in front of an incredible pumpkin. And he says something mm. to the effect of like, I'm your big brother. I'll, I protect you and look after you, which doesn't feel significant at the time. But that's a bit of foreshadowing. I love foreshadowing. Love it. So then we're getting close to the witches. They go to a big place <laughs> where there's a big party on. And, yeah. uh, they're like, oh, this is cool. And then Alison appears coming downstairs in a gorgeous dress, a mm-hmm. lovely regal gown. And he's like, oh my God, Alison. And uh, Tootie, <laughs> Danny is like, ooh, Alison, <laughs> hi. Um, and I think she says some out of pocket stuff. Um, and then I think, I don't know if Max is trying to impress her, but he's like, let's go to the Salem sisters' house. They find out it used to be a museum and Alison knows how to get in. Her mom so used to like, work in the museum. Yeah. So she might have like keys or something. So they go. So she gets changed, which was upsetting because her dress was gorgeous, but her other outfit was more practical. And then then they go to the Salem sisters' house. And it's Sanderson. Spooky. Sanderson. What did I say? Salem. Salem. Salem so sisters. The Sanderson sisters' house. But at this moment, I was like, why like this is <laughs> they're like let's go to the spooky sanderson sisters house this is just typical halloween teen movies where they just don't think about the consequences i was like guys it's halloween you're teenagers this is a halloween movie don't do it yeah. don't do it don't tempt fate like that so when they go to the house i think max is like he finds a lighter this is amazing like, they've no like, phones they have no phones and there's a bit then they have the can this candle and it's like if a virgin lights this candle on halloween night the sanderson sisters will come back to life and um max is like oh haha then a cat jumps on him um, and i wrote haha get him salem cat um but that was binks thackeray mm-hmm. binks i also am a big fan of the name binks because my granddad's name was binky so really binks sometimes yeah I've never heard wasn't, it as a wasn't, name before. It, it wasn't his like baptized name, but uh, that's what everyone called it was him. his nickname. Max, uh, they're all getting creeped out. So they're like, let's leave. And then Max is like, I'm not scared. It's all just a bunch of hocus pocus, which is great. Love it. And then he lit the candle. <laughs> and then the Sanderson sisters come back. And he was such a great self-own because I don't know if he was like trying to light it to impress Alison to be like it's like oh virgin lights his candle he's like oh well oh like I'm safe ooh. and then just complete self-evidence and the sisters came back and I was like oh I literally wrote Max is such a bitch for lighting this candle I was like he, he it knew. was so annoying he knew he didn't believe in it but he oh, it was all him why would you even take that really chance it's always when people are like do you believe in like ghosts or anything I'm like not gonna take the risk of saying no and having one haunt me Okay, so yeah, we we'll just leave it. I just don't mess with that kind of thing. Yeah, so you did not don't mess with it. You don't mess um, with it. When the witches came back, I was so impressed by the 
the the whole house kind of reacts very well very like the green mm. is there a green basement and the floor planks start to move and then there's green light coming up from underneath the floor as if they're being raised from witch hell um because the physical effects in this movie are very good the real life effects not the cgi effects the candle was like cgi like black flame yeah. and it Which looks so weird bad. it looks because you really could just bad. like have a candle that was a with a black candle like and just a regular yeah. flame they didn't have to they wrote the line was there a line they calling did. a black flame candle they didn't have to yeah that. i think it's black flame candle um, and this is where I had to remember all the witches' names, and all I got out of this first scene was Winnie. I was like, "Well, here's Winnie." Oh, yeah. They can smell. Mary can smell children, so they're all hiding, and she can smell Danny. And then they find Danny, and then they're like, "Ooh, a child!" Let's then Danny. Her. She uh-huh. holds her own with them. She's very like. Mm. She tries to trick them. Yeah, and fails. But that's when you get Max who does when I just it was when the whole thing came back to me how unadept they are at dealing with the 20th century, which is crazy because it's the yeah. 21st century. Yes. Um, and he's like, he does. summons. I know it's so weird. He yeah. summons the burning rain of death. Mm. Which <laughs> I was so unclear as to what was going on there. And I, oh, really? Oh, that's interesting, actually. So I was like, it's water, though. And they were like, the witches don't know that. And I was like, oh, that's true. The, the witches are not very clever. No. Um, no. They don't understand how it could be raining inside. Sorry, just saw a note I wrote because Max had his lighter for ages. And I wrote, this lighter, get a personality, Max. <laughs> I don't know why I was so angry at him, but I really said, hated him. Yeah, I didn't hate him that much. Like, I disliked him, but I was like, he actually kind of grew on me. And he's not important. Yeah. You see, this is my... He redeems himself by the end, but like... Yeah, I just, I don't think he was meant to annoy me as much as he did. No, they get away. And you see, I really wanted to wonder. I wanted to wonder. I wondered if you noticed how amazing the witch walk was. The three witches <gasps> together. As yes. They the and they do it like once more in the whole movie. And I was like, this is amazing. My friend told me Mary has got like this wonky mouth. Mm-hmm. And the actress who plays her, when they went back to do the second one, Obviously, she's a bit older. She couldn't do that movement on the same side. She could do it on the other side. So they have a scene really early on in the second film where Winifred slaps her and the thing moves to the other side. Oh, that's so good. I can't wait to watch the second one again. Because the witch's personalities, like, are the they're made so clear like that they're kind of the dynamic between them is really emphasized that you know Winnie is clearly the leader Mary's a little bit slow Sarah's very spacey and that's sort of really portrayed and then I think when they go to do the second one they really just lean into that again the worst the worst thought I had well and I had it the whole way through this film was that I like the witches more and more every time I watch it and I actually I'm rooting for them I know they're not going to win, but Max yeah. is annoying. Danny's okay, really. Allison looks 30 as well. <laughs> I'm saying, you're not a child. Yeah. And I was like, kind of want the witches to win. And I think they're definitely the standout star. Anyway, I've gotten yeah. off track. But I've I've heard that about the witches. Because whenever I hear about this movie, like people talk about the witches and how much they love them. And then when I was watching, I was like, they... They are re- really are the villains of this. But yeah, it's, it's so how far into the movie are we? I don't have many notes after this. 
um because i started really enjoying it i wouldn't i'd say we're not even halfway through the movie no we'll just fire through a few things we'll go really fast do you want to do that yeah so if i go i'll tell you what i have written down right so they bring the witches back danny max and allison get away and they're like we need to fix this the witches go after them a uh, fireman goes into the house and says oh teenagers again one of the firemen is a teenager himself i just had to say that um then we learn that the witches need to steal the youth of a child before sunrise or else they'll die forever um so we have a time pressure on the movie now the kids ask a policeman for help turns out it's just a guy in a policeman costume they uh we as an audience find out after the children walk away um what else happens i really enjoyed that it was fun. I was like, it's a bad policeman. And then uh, then I was like, oh, he's not a policeman. Um, we go but to the parents' about, party. You have nothing yeah. about Billy Butcherson there. Who's Billy Butcherson? Winnie's ex, whose mouth was so... Oh! So I sk- skipped over the zombie, Billy. Billy Butcherson. Who was Winnie's boyfriend. Ex. Yeah, one of Winnie's ex-lovers, I think, rather than, I don't know, I don't see her as the boyfriend kind. <laughs> no. <laughs> seem to be. We meet Billy because they go to the graveyard because it's consecrated ground, so the witches mm. can't stand on it. Um, and I think this is when they meet Binks properly, like Binks talks to them, and he does say to Max he was like oh you know they were fine until some airhead virgin came in and lit that candle and I was like I like that everyone's hating on Max (laughs) I love it he can take it as well I think that's one of the things about his character he's like yeah okay he's kind of he's good he can take it he can take a joke yeah yeah I think the witches then say to Max where he's like getting scared and then they're like why are you scared of it's just a bit of hocus pocus and then I think so I wrote down in quotes thou hast waited in vain and then beside that I wrote I think this was followed by something really villainous I think I think they said it to Banks or something where he's like I've waited to make sure you don't hurt another child and they're like thou hast waited in vain your sister's dead because of you something like that but like more cutting they're so they Um, are very cutting they're really um, cutting. They're really mean. I like it. <laughs> I know it's great because they do yeah. the unfaithful lover spell. And what I wrote down was find because for some reason I was like, this spell is great. It was yeah. like four lines about unfaithful lovers. And I was like, this is fantastic. Um, we love it. And then I think we get some lovely graveyard special effects where Billy yeah. comes out of the ground. <laughs> He's very funny. He's a very funny zombie. He is. He is. Because it's all physical for a lot of it. And he's just really like yeah. floppy and really like woo. Um, so they he chases the children. Then the witches go and get on a bus and the bus is empty. And then the bus driver is like really attracted to them all, which they love. Um, it's so weird. Then, he's like, what do you want? Or what are you, what are you looking for? And they're like, oh, we want children. And he's like, oh, it might take me a few tries. And I was like, ew, what's happening? <laughs> what Very gross. This? It's gross. So it was an empty bus on Halloween. Weird. He's just flirting with them on the bus. Sarah sits on his lap while they drive the bus. And then basically uh, Binks comes out of like a manhole, but then gets hit by the bus. 
and then on the bus um they go it's like the ba- bus bounces because they run over a cat and the bus driver goes oh speed bump now i thought that was like i missed that binks was under the bus i thought that was purely a sex joke and i was like i don't even really get it but i don't like it i'm not comfortable <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no it was um, just binks and then binks they think binks is 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 dead yeah and then because he's immortal and he can't die so like Binks has been run over so they're all standing there they're like oh man Binks and then he like inflates again because he's been kind of flat and that was uncomfortable (laughs) I didn't care for that at all but then he's like and then they're like you're okay he's like yeah lol can't die it's a bit grim they, they, I just love that the idea that they're brought back in Halloween, they're like, we're coming back in Halloween, then they get off the bus, they meet Halloween, mm. the whole concept, and they're just really confused by the concept of Halloween. They're like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. What are these, these little demons everywhere? And I'm like, yeah, children, guys, it's what you're looking for. Come on. Yeah. I liked that they didn't recognize any of the children because they were all in costume. They were like, ah. <laughs> Enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. And this is when... I really like when they meet the guy dressed as the devil and they think you he's know, the devil. Yeah. He's, <laughs> they think he's the real devil. That is quite funny. His, I don't know what his motivations are. Do you know who that actor is? It's Gary Marshall who directed Pretty Woman and Princess Diaries. Oh my God. Yeah. That man is a genius. Princess Diaries is unbelievable. It's a great movie. I know. Princess Diaries 2, even better. I think it was like Shonda Rhimes who wrote like the second one. It was someone crazy. Shonda Rhimes who did like Grey's Anatomy and Bridgerton. She's great. Really? Yeah. Wow. No wonder it's such a good movie. This. If you're hearing this in the podcast, <laughs> I fact checked it and it's true. Otherwise, I'm going to take it out. Yeah, so they're hanging out with the devil. Been there. Sorry, no, I haven't. Yeah, they, think, I said that. they think the wife is Medusa and they think he's the devil and it all gets really yeah. weird because um, she's watching the TV show, Mary's watching the TV show and gets a fright and Sarah dances with the devil. But yeah, and they get kicked out then. But they don't really care. Oh no, no and the dog whole... chases after them. That's fun. Sorry, this whole sequence is just what happens if you put 17th century witches into the into the 90s. It's good. It was great. It was really good. It's funny. Yeah, because I think we were talking about it and we were like, um, Neil and Fiona, we were like, what is the point of this scene? And then we we're like, I think it's just comedy. I don't think yeah. there's really anything for the plot within that scene. So then the kids go to find their parents mm-hmm. and they go to the disco with this band with incredible skeleton makeup. And I was like, Lorna, we would love this disco. I think. Would you? <laughs> I I am a big fan of, I'm not sure, I don't think this really, no, it's a lot of generalizations there. I don't think this really happens in Ireland with giant adult community hall parties where everyone dresses up and actually dances willingly and nobody seems to be outrageously drunk. Obviously, maybe this only happens yeah. in 90s Disney movies, so. Yeah, there was no know. alcohol anywhere. Um, no, and we see her yeah. mom as Madonna. And I was like, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah. And the mom was like, Madonna. And she was like, isn't it obvious? And then she gets really insecure. And I wrote, adults, don't be insecure. <laughs> Guess just as a general <laughs> rule, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. Um, so when I was watching this, I was like, is this the part where they hypnotize everyone through song? And then I could progress and I was like, no, this is the part where they hypnotize everyone through dance. 
<laughs> big distinction it was it was a bit because they 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 sing like a spell oh it's so good and i was it's like so good midler is such a good singer because she's so good because what i enjoyed as well about that was um so they're telling the parents the parents are like relax you're talking absolute nonsense which to be fair like yeah sounds pretty crazy and then um they max gets up on stage and he's like the sanderson sisters they're gonna kill your children look they're over there and the sanderson sisters are like hiding their faces which made me laugh (laughs) they're like oh no and then when he when the light goes on them they're like oh thanks for the introduction and then everyone thinks it's a costume and it's a big laugh and they sing i put a spell on you and they put a spell on everyone and they say in the song i think you're gonna dance until you die and the kids run out (laughs) with their ears covered because they know better yeah. There's a couple of moments in this film and there was something around the dance scene where I actually don't know what they're saying and I can't tell if it's because they have American accents or because the sound quality in this isn't fantastic because it's 30 years old and I was like, <laughs> at some point somebody said the word scrud. <laughs> I and think then, I heard that word. I haven't got it written down. Scrud. Why is someone saying scrawled? And I was like, I can't really, like, because I know the movie well, I sort of know what's happening, but it must be really confusing if you're like, could you just speak up just a little bit? Could you enunciate slightly? (laughs) Rudd. Oh, God. I also, there's great costumes in this scene because it's a lot of Alice in their Halloween costumes. There's a shot of, there's something happening, but in the background, there's a guy dressed as Elvis and his feet are like planted on the ground and he's just dancing. I was an extra once and it was a club scene and that was very much what I was doing. So I was watching it. I was like, I see you. I see you. I, I was an extra once in a club no scene. <laughs> well, it was an outdoor rave. It's kind of oh, okay. Um, and I did lots of arm movements. It's and... arms. Yeah. Cause you don't want to move too much. No. Cause you um, need to remember where you are. <laughs> yeah. Continuity. It's important. I don't really have a good um, time. I also did write down, which I thought you'd enjoy. Are they hypnotizing everyone with magic or is this just an incredible performance? I know it was an incredible performance. And I think I have a silly amount of facts on this film, but one of the things is they weren't sure about including the song (gasps) because he he didn't want to take away from like the plot or the kind of Halloween aspect. Um, There's also a rumor that Billy Butcherson had a dance scene at this point as well but no one has just, seen it because no it doesn't exist <laughs> I don't know if it's a diddy it was seen somewhere but there's a rumour it was lost in the singing in the rain fire pretty much yeah we, we're we stacking up movie knowledge can I just say I know um, it's gotten I'm actually really proud of us as we're talking oh, yeah. like, remember that film remember when this happened yeah, yeah what's going on look at us go um, yeah Bill, Billy because he does arrive while they're there and there's a great bit, it's real Scooby-Doo, where he appears behind the kids and they turn around mm-hmm. and they duck as he's like bringing his arms around to grab them. So his arms just like grab air. And then I think the dad is like, hey man, cool costume. And I was like, oh, the dad. <laughs> <laughs> the dad doesn't have a name, does he? He definitely is just... No, no, he's... <laughs> yeah, father. Um, so then the kids leave, they come up with a plan and they lure the witches to the high school and they burn them in a kiln yes yes they that, do that is such dangerous equipment to have in a school 
Also, the school is open. We weren't allowed anywhere near our kiln. I don't even know where it was yeah. in our school. Did you have a kiln? We did. Yeah. Oh. Because we did pottery. It's, it's mad that it's just in the classroom. And I feel like I'd seen something where someone like tried to kill someone in a kiln or something like that in a school. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't remember what it That's was. So and then Ellen and Fiona were like, what the hell are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. But it's in a Disney movie now. So, but yeah. It must have they, happened. Yeah, so they kill, they burn the witches and they lure them in with a French tape because they, they don't know what a tape is or, a, you know, <laughs> these modern technology tapes. Um, yeah. Then they, and then I, I wrote down at one point, why did it look like Binks was dead? I don't know why I wrote that. But um, Bink, oh yeah, so they leave, they all celebrate. Oh yeah, Lorna, I was thinking, we were meant to record this in person. And I was going to say during it, after we record, we should go stand, we should go outside and just go, yeah, woo, and just like twirl in circles like they did after they killed the witches. They just have a little moment outside to celebrate. Um, I think these moments are really important. And there was another one. They're nice. That I was like, we should do it. The witches do a calming circle. And I was like, this could really take oh, off. Calming circles calming and circle. actual physical celebrations when something goes. It's very tiring, though. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Did you think now here? Because I was looking, being like, I don't remember that's how the witches go. I was like, I wonder does Sarah think the movie's over? No, I but I did write down burn them in the kiln, roll credits. Um because I was like, that would be the end of the movie. Um but yeah, I don't know. I had two other people there and I felt like not enough had happened. It wasn't a satisfying enough end. I was like, yeah, it's too much unresolved. They, so they leave. Binks is like, um, I don't know. Binks is something like, oh, you saved her. So I don't know, something sad. And then, um, and then Max goes, you still miss her? Man, you can't blame yourself for that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Max, his sister's dead and he blames himself for it. Like, do you don't tell him and to he's get cat. over it. And he's a cat and he's been a cat for 300 years. Don't tell him to get over it. You're the first person also, to talk to. If the cat's immortal, right? They really should mm-hmm. have known at this point that the witches weren't dead if the cat's still alive. So was any would I be paying enough attention to that cat where they just think it's a different cat? I kind of fit because when they're I've moved on just a little bit, but when they're in the bedroom and they're like, We'll take you in yeah. as our cat, it's weird because Danny's like, You're my pet cat now. So she says they'll have milk and tuna fish every day and the cat says you're going to turn me into one of the fat useless contended house cats and everyone smiles and laughs warmly but the cat just seems genuinely unhappy with this situation and everyone's yeah. like yay Binks you're one of us and he's like I'm like I'm he's actually like, a human boy like yeah <laughs> you don't, don't really want to <laughs> you don't really want to be tuna. a house cat like yeah <laughs> it's like nobody listens oh. to him ever no one cares what Binks thinks or does, um, except for us. And they do. Um, so they go home. The parents aren't home. Um, Binks comes to live with them. That's nice. And then they go up to bed. They all sleep in the same room. Danny's on the bed. Max and Allison sleep on the stairs. The witches come back. They're not dead yet. They're too magic. There's a big green CGI cloud that looks <laughs> terrible looks over the bad. school. So yeah. bad. I was like, you should have just, I don't know, dyed some clouds green. Like, this is really, really poor. 
<laughs> I'm burning some green stuff. <laughs> Just do something so else here. It's not yeah. working. Fireworks, yeah. whatever it is. I was like, because then when they get back to the house, the physical effects are so good. And I'm like, guys, CGI yeah. just wasn't ready. Yeah. So they do. Oh, yeah. So they're sleeping. They Oh, they stole the spell book. That was something they did at the start that we forgot to mention. So the witches oh, can't yeah, do anything without. Yeah. yeah, they can't do anything without the spell book. So Max has it. So now the witches are dead, although they come back. Then they're sad because they try to remember the potion to steal the youth, but they can't. And then Max and Allison wake up at five in the morning and uh, open the spell book to see what's going on. But it sends out this big light, this like big beacon to show where it is. So witches look out the window and they're like, oh my God, there's our book. And that's when they fly out um, where Winifred's on a broom, Sarah's on a mop and Mary's on a hoover. <laughs> yeah. And Binks is also like, put that book away, you idiot. Um, so that's fine. He told them not to do it. He told them not to do Genuinely. it. Genuinely. When they opened it, he was like, what are you doing? So they learned from the book that if they make a salt circle, the witches can't get into it. So they go downstairs to get some salt. And can I just say, how bland is their food? That salt was so tucked away. It was like up on a high shelf in the back. It's like, do you not need this for your cooking? It's such a key ingredient. Um, Oh, and this is when Max does actually quite a good line where um it's like oh keep away witches and she's like allison's like ah witches and like they're sitting beside each other their faces are close to each other and it's like she's like oh keep away witches acceptable and old boyfriends and then max goes what about new boyfriends which i was a bit like oh god okay and then um then they lean in to kiss and then they hear a crash upstairs so they run up to danny and then this- we have a jump scare it was so good it's great it's so good because that's yeah. Alison says I'm telling you something's weird and I was like well done Alison. <laughs> <laughs> well spotted Alison <laughs> well done I was like who yeah. wrote your lines but also well done very real very believable very real. Um, the jump square the jump square <laughs> from Sarah is so good she's in the bed it's really good she's in the bed um, instead of Danny they have a little, there's a, yeah. it's a couple of movementy bits there and I don't know, somehow the witches are gone with Danny. Mm. Is that correct? Mm. They take and Danny with them. There's a big open roof, right? And all I could think about was Ghostbusters. I haven't seen Ghostbusters. You haven't seen Ghostbusters? No. <laughs> no, I actually shouldn't have bought this up. <laughs> Sorry, weeks ago, not even during the podcast. I probably should have bought this up weeks ago. We could have watched it. <laughs> yeah, I've I never know, seen I it. This is better, but... Oh... Yeah, Ghostbusters is good. It's like it's good. You know what? We'll watch it. That's what we'll do. We'll watch it. Well, there's a scene in Ghostbusters where the hotel roof is like blown off and open. I think his name is Zor, the the god in Ghostbusters. I don't know who's there, but a big blown up roof of a building. And I was like, I'm getting like mini Ghostbusters from the house that they've kind of blown the roof off of. But this, you will mean mean nothing to you because you haven't seen Ghostbusters. (laughs) I haven't seen it. So they, the witches also like, they (laughs) they fire Max back into the drum kit, which is just always humorous. (laughs) 
<laughs> any injury to Max, you're like, off you go, Max. <laughs> any injury to Max. Get hurt, like, yeah. move on. <laughs> into the drum kit that he's been so annoying on earlier. I was like, yeah. Um, so they take Danny, uh, Max and Alison wake up because she gets blown back when they blow the roof off the place. And then this they... actually became her moment. She was kind of the lead here. Like she yeah. tried to protect Danny and Max was like knocked out in a corner. Yeah, she did her salt circle and then oh, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> the salt circle was great because she used so much. She was like it's like a sprinkler. I didn't couldn't remember if the salt was a real thing. I was like, I have no memory of salt in this movie at all. Yeah. They didn't use it. Uh, enough uh, we'll get to it oh god we'll, we will get to it but um, we're nearly they, there we're nearly there so then I think Alison realises she overhears them say like oh dawn is coming up and we need to get going because obviously we're going to be dead by dawn and Alison's like aha so she says it to Max and then he's like okay well so how do we get the sun to come up we need a miracle oh and then Sarah flies over the town and sings so all the children are like walking towards the witch's house hypnotised I had a really so Sarah sings to get the children to follow them right mm. but at this moment I suddenly had a weird realisation Sarah has like sexual energy her character <laughs> I feel kind of has this like she's always kind of touching herself and like yeah. throwing her chest out and I'm fine but then it's really scary when you consider it in relation to consuming children and it just became really creepy then for oh. me I was like oh god because she's like I, singing but she's yeah. like oh follow me and yeah. I was like oh god and yeah. then she kind of it, it was weird I didn't like yeah. having this thought I was like oh I'm really no. unmoved by Sarah I, now I thought the full thought was that she's quite sexual. And I was like, you only realise that? <laughs> no, it was just in relation to consuming in relation children. To, I was like, yeah, oh. that's weird. They also, we skipped over, uh, they ran into the bullies and the bullies say, after they come out of the kill, and then they're like, you're not children because they can smell Max on the shoes because they think he's Max oh, yeah. and he's not. And then, um, oh, also at one point they're hiding uh, behind a restaurant and a chef comes out dressed as a pirate and I was like that's impractical for a kitchen anyway the bullies are um, I should stop nitpicking so much but they are um, they call the witches ugly they're like oh why are only the ugly girls out late at night and then the witches like turn around and they're like what did you say um, a bit like Marty McFly back to the future too and then um, yeah and then they basically then they keep them in they have these little cages in their house and they put the bullies in the little cages in the house and that's where they are for the I rest of the movie was so happy to see them I was like this is why I think I empathise more and more with the witches I'm like how great is it to just lock mean teenage boys up in cages and hang them from the ceiling what a great solution I think that's the dream <laughs> delighted to see it and then oh my god I actually I know you see there's a whole there's a whole bit then when they're in the house and all the children are kind of zombie like walking towards the house and mm. they've made the potion and Max and Alison drive a car up to the house through all the ghost children yeah that's quite funny when they're trying to drive it and Max is like get out of the way but it's hypnotised children so they're not moving I know 
I was like, no, you see, I think that makes this movie, it's where it goes into like family Halloween movie versus like yeah. scary. Because that that's quite a scary sight. And yet they're like, get out of my way. I need to get there yeah. faster. And I'm like, <laughs> these children are hypnotized. They're going to eat them all. Yeah, but they go to the house and then Max bursts in just as they're about to feed Danny the potion. And then he's like, um, he's like, oh, you know, you maybe witches, but like I have something that you don't have knowledge and I know about daylight savings time. And then this light comes through the window. And again, it's because they don't really know what cars are or headlights. So they think it's the sun. So they start going like, ah, the sun. And they like collapse on the ground. And then uh, Max uh, unties Danny and then he pours the potion out. And then the bullies are like, hey, help us. And he steals his shoes back. And we leave. I think that's inspired. I was like, inspired. bully revenge. We don't get enough of it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and he leaves the bullies in cages. Then they go to the graveyard. And yeah. they get in there. Uh, Billy appears from absolutely nowhere. <laughs> like, I watched it because I watched it with the girls. And then I was watching it again to see what I'd missed. He, but like, he literally appears out of nowhere. Um, so he grabs oh Max produces a knife that was wild he produces like a switchblade and then Billy so it's important because I don't know why Max has it but Billy grabs it and he grabs Max and Winifred's like yes kill him she's on her broom because she can't stand there because it's consecrated ground she's like kill him kill him and then um, Billy takes the switchblade and, and cuts the stitches on his mouth so that he can speak so that's why it was that's when the moths fly out yeah and apparently so, his breath stinks uh, did you know this you probably did but they're real moths stop the lights he had moths in his he mouth held, he had real moths and they had to do two takes because the first time the moths didn't come out he had some kind of dental things put in at the back to stop them from going down his throat but when he would open his mouth they would fly out because I just thought they were bits of dust. Yeah. And then I looked this up. And no, no, they're real moths that fly out of that poor actor's mouth. Oh my God. Kenny that is Ortega. my worst nightmare. Can you imagine? Can you imagine feeling them like tickling like the inside of your He mouth? said it was horrendous. That's what he remembers is feeling Jesus. them in his mouth before he could open it. I just have you ever have you ever held a moth like between two hands? Oh god, no, I'm ten meters away from a moth at oh, any really? one time. <laughs> I did that as like a kid, but I don't know why. And they're also gross because when you take, when you let them out, your hands are all dirty. Smuts are minging. That's crazy. Like dust kind of or just dirt. It's probably dust, to be honest. Um, I haven't done it in many years, but that is gross that they were in his mouth. Oh, God. The lengths That's... people go. Like, I didn't even notice. No, neither did I. Jesus. <laughs> um... So they're in the graveyard. Billy's now on their side. He's like, I hate you, Winifred. <laughs> I don't know if he was always on their side and he was just trying to tell them that. But um, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he's spending the whole movie trying to catch them and be like, guys, I'm actually, I'm, I don't yeah. like them either. Guys, I, I want to be your friend. Then they go, they're all hanging out at a grave. And when they mm -hmm. come over, Alison... And Danny are like, Max, watch out. And they try to take Billy out. And the Max is like, no, he's my friend. They ask no questions. They just go with it. No, um, he's a good zombie. 
He's a good zombie. So they put um, Tootie again. They put Danny in a grave and draw a salt circle around it. Yes, that happens. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember that happening. She's in like a they really shallow it. grave. She's like standing in it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's better. <laughs> they buried her. No. Um, <laughs> she's in the grave in the salt circle. They're like, you stay here. Max has got his bat that he keeps doing practice swings, which amounts to yeah. nothing when push comes to shove. Um, Alison runs out of salt at one point in the conflict. The three witches are there fighting from the sky. They have enough potion for one child. Oh, this is where it's significant. When Danny, when they're trying to feed Danny the potion, she calls them ugly. She says a similar thing of like, you could be all the children in the world, you'd still be so ugly because you're ugly people on the inside or something. So then when they realize they don't have enough potion for one child, one of the sisters says, well, we have all these children coming over. We can just use one of them. And Winifred's like, no, I want to get Danny because she called us ugly. You see, if they had chosen That's, another child, yeah. they'd be fine. That's it. Isn't that mad? You're, that is mad. Yeah. Um. Because, like in all of the movies that I watch with a young protagonist, I'm usually like, it was actually your fault. This wouldn't have happened if you hadn't started these events. So, like, if Max yeah. hadn't lit the candle, there'd be no issue here. There'd be no movie, but there'd be no issue. I've had yeah. the same thought. I think I've said it before about Spider Man. I'm like, oh, I think we've talked <laughs> about this. Yeah, he creates so got all the problems. All the problems. Same with Max, though. I'm like, I know to be yeah. fair, Max does try to solve all the problems or the initial mm. problem before making more problems. But I think the witches also, like you say, are their own kind of downfall. If they just picked another yeah. child, they'd have been fine. Yeah, they would have made it through the night, could have made another potion. Um, so they are, they're all having this battle in the sky. I think Winnie knocks off Billy's head at one point and then Danny <laughs> gets out of the grave to go and pick it up and be like, here you go. I'm pretty sure it happened earlier in the film where his head came off as well. And I was like, he's fine, Danny. He'll find it. Um, <laughs> but she, so then while she does that, um, when Winifred sees her and goes down and grabs Danny, there's a great shot of when she's like, I guess it's from Winifred's point of view, but it's just Danny to the camera. And she's like, she puts her hands up and it's a really funny shot. So they get Danny. They're going to give her the potion. And then Max is like, no, what does he do? How does he get the potion from her? So he's, he definitely tries to sacrifice himself for Danny because I have written that down. How exactly yeah. he does it? I'm not sure. So I do remember. So Danny was there and they're trying to give her the potion. I don't know if they threw something at her and Winnie dropped the potion. So then he's like, he's got it. So they need oh, the yes. potion to yeah. leave. So he says, let her go or I'm going to smash this. And then Winnie says, if you smash that, she dies. Like, I'm going to drop her. So he's like, oh my God. Uh, so then the only option he has. Oh, and then at one point, Alison tries to jump in to help. And Billy goes, no. Because he loves the drama, apparently. He's like, no, no, no. So then Max is looking at the potion. He's looking at Danny. So he's like, fine. So then he drinks it. And then he's like, no, you have to take me instead. You don't have a choice. So then Winifred actually very kindly comes down and drops Danny and then picks Max up. 
Um, she could have killed Danny. That was anyway. very nice of her. It was yeah. actually really sound. Um, yeah, and then she and then Max is trying to knock her off the broom. She's trying to suck the youth from him. You know how it goes. Oh, I love the way they do his. Um, okay, well, I don't love it. Well, I do the way they make him. Um, like a ghost like where he's trying to where he's, he's like kind glowing. of losing his life he's like yeah. glowing and going kind of transparent and I'm like yeah ghost that's yeah, what that means ghost. love it <laughs> um yeah and then all the while Sarah and Mary are like trying to help to stop Max from knocking Winnie off but then because there's a who it's a hoover a self-fashioned hoover and they've got the wire Allison and Danny and Billy hold on to it and then Sarah joins in for no reason to make it worse so then they let go Sarah and Mary go off at this point the sun comes up so Sarah and Mary go off and they turn to dust Mary and Max no Winnie and Max are fighting he's trying to knock her off the broom eventually he gets her off the broom and she lands like face down and it looks like a doll or something it's actually a really cool shot he also lands and he's fine he falls through some trees then Winnie's also fine. She gets up and she goes over and she picks him up and then she's trying to suck the youth from him. But then the sun hits her and she turns to stone. Yeah. She turns to stone because she's on consecrated ground. And then she explodes into dust because the sun has come up. What a great spot. I was like, why did she turn into stone and not just burst into dust? That was explained to me. So now that they're dead... (laughs) So I got a lot of detail on this because like I need to understand this plot. So I thankfully had two experts mm-hmm. with me when I was watching it. So then the one thing I'm not clear on is, so the spell is then broken at the mm-hmm. dance. The parents are all broken out of their spell. Binks' spell is also broken. He's no longer immortal and he's no longer a cat. He is now a ghost boy and him and Emily are reunited. So what I'm not clear about is why their spells were broken this time they died and not the last time. I don't know if it has something to do with Winnie landing on consecrated ground before she died. They didn't die the last time. Okay. They didn't really die the last time. They set that spell so that if they were reawoken, which means they could be reawoken, they wouldn't. They were never, I never got the impression that they were actually fully dead. Yeah. Yeah. So because the cat didn't turn back into a boy, well, he was cursed until the spell could be broken when they actually would come back and die. So by making a sequel, I'd say, became really difficult because they then had to undo the fact that they were fully dead. So they're proper dead. The sun proper kills them. Is that it? That's kind of what I think. I think magic. Yeah. The official definition is proper dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're proper dead this the, time. The scientific term proper yeah. dead that's what I always um, took is that they were kind of like in a sort of purgatory yeah because like they hadn't really been killed they'd just been hung they weren't like yeah turned into dust or stone yeah there's probably only they... certain ways you can kill a witch as well yeah because there's um yeah it's interesting they went for hanging <laughs> one of the more horrifically violent ones especially mm-hmm. since it was post Salem witch trials um there is a line in it I think Billy says after he's got his mouth back and his voice um, she's like ah Billy and he's like go to hell Winifred and she's like oh I've been it was quite nice <laughs> maybe it's while they're fighting yeah but um, 
So it's not a sad ending for the Sanderson sisters because they do want, they do like hell, it seems. That's a good point, but, actually. Yeah, would have liked them. Um, I don't know, would I have liked them to succeed? Max really redeemed himself when he sacrificed himself. I was like, he okay. did. He yeah. did. I, um, would I have liked them to succeed? Yeah, but not really. I, <laughs> I actually was quite emotional at the, I don't know why, at the very yeah. end when yeah. Emily and Binks get reunited. I was like, oh, this is so sad and moving. And then he yeah. says, I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. And I was like, so, oh, hilarious. That I couldn't believe because it was like a really sweet ending. It was like, yeah. you know, Max had sacrificed himself to save Danny. Him and Allison were great. Then Banks was going to be at eternal rest finally with his sister. And they're walking towards the gates of heaven. And then he made, and then the, again, the virgin line gets thrown in. <laughs> this film's obsession with virginity is crazy. I couldn't get over it. <laughs> no, I always, uh, I have to say, I have an issue thing. with yes. turning, turning people into animals and then back to people because I don't know Danny and Binks she's like I'll always love you and I was like now that he's a human boy it's weirder I don't know I found it a bit I was like oh it's now fine when he was a teenage boy a yeah. teenage boy you, you yeah. guys were in bed together <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I know you shouldn't <laughs> but it's a problem in lots of it's been a, pro- it's a yeah. problem in Harry Potter as well when you know the rat Scabbers. is actually Pettigrew yeah. you're like yeah mm, that's kind of disturbing (laughs) (laughs) yeah that don't they (laughs) yeah that's otherwise though i found it very emotional i was actually like this is lovely i'm why am i crying a strange line to throw in um yeah and then and then i think then it shows the parents leaving the disco but i don't think anyone says anything but they all just come out i think the mother says something she's she's like oh god you know, that was a long party, something like that, maybe. <laughs> There's some end credit it's scene then of the bullies as well. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Oh, is there? Did I watch that? Are they still in the cages or something? Still in the cages, yeah. Nice. I don't think they say an awful lot. Maybe they're singing. Okay. Fair. But it's good. I enjoyed it. I didn't really watch them because I had been moved by the last bit. I was like, I don't actually need to see this. Yeah. I need no more. Yeah. That was a good ending. Yeah. It was a really satisfactory ending. I really do like these kind of 80s adventure kind of... Or or 90s. Or 90s. <laughs> Keep reading what decade this film was made. 80s, 90s, like adventure-y kind of, kind of thing. Um, where it is just kind of like the, the little group of ragtags who are the only people who know what's going on. And they're the only ones who can save the day. And they did have good explanations it, yeah. for why they didn't get help from anyone else. So, like, they, the man they thought was a policeman was in a Halloween costume. The parents were probably so style. funny. Yeah, that was really. That's good. true, though. It's good when those yeah. those kind of plot holes are sort of answered. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, they they could tell people, but no one's going to believe. Them. Yeah, yeah. It's like they tried when <laughs> it's when they don't try, or they're like, we can't tell our parents. It's like, why can't you tell them? <laughs> the <laughs> worst they're going to say. They tried to tell everyone. They tried telling everyone. They announced it to the town, and everyone was like, "Okay, sure, yeah, mad." Um, but yeah, it was it was a very fun time. I enjoyed it. Now, my final question to you: Well, we have more things to talk about. We'll go into our segments. But my question for you is: Do you think, um, watching this, would your brother sacrifice himself for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
I said it so fast as well. I was like, yeah, he definitely yeah, would. And he definitely he would have if I was eight as well. I think he'd still do it now. Yeah. You? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think so. I can't see the pair of us going on this adventure. Um, do you have any fun facts about the film? Oh, do I? So- Yay! <laughs> Apparently, there was a scarier version of this film that focused mostly on the witches, but Disney decided to Disneyify it and make it more child-centered and child-friendly. So the original version that was shot is very different. It was all in <gasps> post-production that they edited it to make it look child-centered. In the original trailer, there's a shot of Mary in a supermarket, and apparently there's just loads of footage of the witches that we've never seen. Bette Midler carried a book of old curses around to help her curse in 17th century language. I have then, this one is just for me, it's ridiculous, but well, I've won on the costumes. Apparently the budget was all spent on the witches' costumes and then everything else was rented from old Disney movies and like just kind of handcrafted together. They spent the costume budget on the witches because the witches' costumes are so um, detailed and there's like there's a symbols on it and apparently they mean nothing they're just like witchy <laughs> symbols there's no meaning Same. to them but this one now it's a little bit left of field but i wrote a history essay that involved or wasn't an english essay it involved me looking at the history of witches and why we associate them with riding brooms and one theory that historians have come up with is that Witches or people who are making potions or sort of drugs would want to put the drugs or the ointments onto parts of their body where they would be like ingested. So they would put these kind of ointments onto broomsticks and then ride the broomsticks. And what people were actually you were seeing these yeah. people running around on broomsticks and screaming or hallucinating because they were hallucinating while they rode broomsticks. So it's one of the theories as to why witches ride broomsticks. That's crazy. And I know, I remember telling everyone about it at the time when I learned it because I was like, you need to know this interesting fact. Nobody needs to know that interesting fact. <laughs> I think the world <laughs> needs to know. Even in this movie that they're portrayed as like single women you know, mm. well, except for Winnie, but they're like, what's the word for spinsters? spinsters. And like, if a woman was unmarried um, and past a certain age, they were like, oh, they're a bit, you know. Oh, yeah. Spooky. That's the witches are. They were like, there's no men in that house. They must be witches. <laughs> and they were like, you know what? Let's just steal the youth from children. Everyone hates us anyway. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> but Midler, sorry. She went no brows for this movie, which was interesting. I didn't even notice. Really? Yeah. She went no Did brows. Did she shave them off? I don't know if she shaved them off, but like, I don't know if she would have shaved them, but like, they're definitely covered. So uh, Winifred has no eyebrows. Because at the start of the movie, when I was looking at them, I was like, God, I forgot how like they really make them ugly. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is this is supposed to be them old. I get it now. And <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. Oh, no. Because yeah. they really, they do put a lot of emphasis on like how they look. I didn't even notice it was age, though. Yeah. Yeah. I also like, <laughs> at the start, I was like, I thought they looked different. And then they stole the youth from the child. In the beginning, I kind of wanted them. Well, I wanted to see what happened with Emily. I didn't know she was going to die. And then Ellen Fiona, like, she's dead. I was like, she's oh. dead. <laughs> She's dead. She can't come I, back. 
that kid's dead and then um and then Thackeray was still given out and then they were shooting lightning and then he was pulling himself up by a ladder very, looking very Romeo another Leonardo DiCaprio role oh yeah like, he was supposed to be in this stop the lights what <laughs> yeah Leonardo DiCaprio or was it Brad Pitt anyway one right. of them was in discussions at some point it probably to be was it probably was DiCaprio because he would have been young enough he didn't he have his big break yet. Had he done Gilbert Grape yet? Let me just. He did that instead. So he did oh. that instead of this. Now apparently, <laughs> not a bad call, Leo. No. no, but the rumor was. Now he says that he was he was in discussion, but the director was like he knew he was never going to get him because he was already he wanted the part of Gilbert Grape. He wanted that yeah. instead, um, but he hadn't actually auditioned for that or anything yet. So he rejected this movie on the basis that he would get the other movie, even though he hadn't actually auditioned for the other movie and oh wasn't necessarily gosh. being considered for it. He's also apparently oh, no, he he... offered loads of money for this. Interesting. He plays a character called Arnie Grape. Arnold. But it was 1993. He was, he was nominated for an Oscar. Yep, his first on this, but I'm sure I'm sure he was. And then it I forgot about this part. I decided I would cut him out of that, my fun facts at some point. Obviously, that is, the, that is a fun fact. Oh my god! <laughs> you weren't more interested in my riding brooms. I was. I was I very just... interested in that, but also like I didn't think that fact was going to go to the point where they like walked around with them on screaming. Well, I think they actually like. <laughs> rubbed them on themselves it's very okay. strange it's just one of the theories behind yeah. why we associate it's you know really, I do like people it. with brooms yeah me too yeah i've remembered it for five years don't remember anything else from my degree but i remember that <laughs> remember that one um god that's so interesting about dicaprio can you imagine dicaprio in that movie as max you're right it would have been a different film he would have been so serious it probably would have been better uh, received at the time because it was released in July. So this was released in July and didn't do very well because it was July. I wonder why. <laughs> Disney didn't want it to compete with The Nightmare Before Christmas, which was coming out that year uh, as well, I think. Okay. So instead they just, I know, and it's such a good film. Because I know it was released in cinemas. Yeah, in July. Yeah, yeah that is The height mad. of the summer. Didn't that is so funny. Imagine us going to because we when did we talk about doing Hocus Pocus? But we were like, we have to do it in October. Like we couldn't do it another time of year. We should have done it in July. Now that I think about it, well, for the well, crack. well okay. Do you have any cold takes to wrap us up? So, <laughs> I I'm not sure about this one, but Kenny Ortega is not related to Jenny Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I've also. I, uh, and I know this because I think I've looked it up before. They're no relation. No, not at all. They Crazy. just happen to have the same Kenny name. Kenny Ortega and Je Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. I was like, who's Jenny Ortega? I was like, Jenny Jenna, Ortega. Jenny. Jenny sounds wrong. I'm going to yeah. correct that just so I know no, for the future. No relation. But I also, I think when Jenna Ortega started making waves uh, and she was a Disney kid. So I was like, oh, she must be related to Kenny Ortega. No, don't think so. The fact that you already knew who the director of High School Musical was astounds me. Really? Yeah, Ortega, I wouldn't. Baby. I had. I only found it out when I watched this film. Did you? Mm -hmm. I all over it. 
I don't know why I know who Kenny Ortega is, but I know like musical because I love High School Musical, (laughs) and I know like when I see him working on a film, I know I'm gonna have some great dance numbers. Um, Well, there should have been. That was my other cold take. There should have been more dancing and singing in this because High School Musical is so good. Yeah, it's really good. The musical numbers on this music number was great. I loved that band just visually, just just the skeleton makeup. It was like kind of creepy, kind of cool. I was like, this is the perfect balance. It's so hard to get the perfect balance between kind of creepy and kind of cool. So yeah, yeah. So it did that well. Um, do I have any cold takes? Um, I think. Uh, witches are cool. I don't know. Yes, I think no, that's really these... good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, these... I was just thinking witches. These three are a great team. They have really good chemistry. Um, they really lean into it a lot. Um, and they're not afraid to look like ugly and be a bit weird. And that's really, yeah, it's just really nice to see. They're not interesting. Quite inspiring, like isn't it? Nice. It is. Like they, um, well, they they are definitely interested in eternal youth. Yeah, but for the actresses, I mean, the actresses oh, yeah. didn't yeah. care. Yeah, um, they were interested in being like kind of scary and funny and weird. Cold takes. Like I said, I love an adventure film. I love stakes. Um, I like kind of so, the build and tension. I don't know. I'm not saying anything very interesting or insightful. But that's what cold takes are for. Well, did you, um, because I know at the start you mentioned that you found this a little bit scary or a little bit not child friendly, because I don't see that anymore. Yeah, I guess it was just I because I kind of know the things that would have scared me as a kid. So just the thought of like, I think I would have been really haunted by Binks not being able to save his sister Um. And the sister dying oh, at the start, deep. I think that would have really <laughs> upset me because <laughs> I can't watch like just to give you an insight into my brain. Like I still don't really want to watch Finding Nemo when I was a kid. I couldn't really watch it because the opening scene was so upsetting. Um, it is. You know yeah. It and it's not like good. I'd cry. I just would feel terrible and I'd be so just sad inside about it that I just preferred not to watch it. Um, I think ch- that happens like children. <laughs> I can't speak for all children. I can't really speak for children at all. But like they all tend to have different fears. So like I would have been the same with certain things like the the first Harry Potter, the scene with the unicorn. And this was a child a movie yes. for children. I I mean, I only watched that for the first time like two years ago. I was like, oh, this is so creepy. I just found the whole floaty yeah. thing and the suck in the blood. I actually would skip over it. Drinking so, unicorn blood was so scary. I don't know why it was so it, scary. No right to be. It is yeah. scary. And the leaves all rustling around. I didn't like it. No. Yeah. So you're entitled to offend as scary as a child. Thanks. So yeah, I probably wouldn't have liked that. And um, yeah. And just the thought of like a witch flying over like Dublin and singing and then I'd be like oh I'm gonna go die now <laughs> like the Pied Piper has never sat well with me so I don't know <laughs> that menace the Pied Piper that menace goddamn Max saying that <laughs> Halloween was made up <laughs> so mad 
I was mad too. I actually, it made me look. I'm like glad a boy you were again. mad as well. Yeah, I was really mad because I was like, "No, you're wrong. It was not. Yeah. It is a Celtic festival that has been stolen and warped by candy companies, but also not yeah. to the not for. I'm okay with it. We get sweets now as well. Yeah, I like it. I love Halloween. I do. I really do. And I only started to like it more as an adult. I think it's great, but I don't think we have enough wholesome family Halloween movies um, Delighted with Hocus Pocus <laughs> 2 yep. I think we need an Irish equivalent I think we should write an Irish equivalent yep. um, let's do an yep. Irish Hocus Pocus and Seb Three Witches much. Three Fairies oh that's really scary though it, will, it might be too scary <laughs> we might have to tone it down witches we'll do witches again um, so I take it I'm going to ask you a question but I think I know the answer would you recommend this film yes Oh my God, I would recommend yeah. this film to all ages. Maybe though, mm. if it does frighten your child or you as a child, I understand. Don't watch it, yeah. that's okay. But everyone else should watch it. Yeah, it's good fun. I agree. I think definitely watch it. It's good fun if you've never seen it. Um, watching it with friends is fun. Watching it on your own actually is pretty fun. I was laughing because I was like, compared to Meet Me in St. Louis, this is just so much plot. <laughs> <laughs> this is plot 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 start to finish I will say it's not as as a film Hocus Pocus is not as scary as the Halloween scene for Meet Me in St. Louis no not that's well. terrifying okay do I think that's it thank you for I listening I think so too yeah thank you so much thank you so much we're gonna hopefully get uh, one more Halloween film in Lorna would you like to announce what it is yes we are going to watch both of us for the first time and with Emily, Scream. Yeah. Which I'm really, really scared scream. about. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a little less fun. <laughs> so that's it for this week. I've been Sarah. I've been Lorna. And we've never seen The Godfather. We've seen The Godfather. It's very hard to get that with you at the it's same really time. It's very hard to get it on Zoom. But we have seen Hocus Pocus. Yay. We did it. Yay, we did it.